Hey, babe, what you got there? This is a check from Carvana. I just sold my car to them. I went online and Carvana gave me an offer right away. Then they just picked up the car and gave me this. Well, that's a big check. Well, obviously you could put this towards your next car, or we could finally get that jacuzzi, or I could start taking tuba lessons, or I could quit my job and write my memoir. Or I can put it towards my next car with Carvana. Sorry, your check, not mine. Sell your car to Carvana. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get a real offer in seconds. Hello everyone, my angels, welcome to the Lexicon of Life podcast episode 3. We are here today to talk about burnout. So I know this is a massive topic through the pandemic and people having job burnout, but I wanted to talk today specifically about small business burnout, particularly the signs that you should look out for and then how to avoid it in the future. So This comes, I guess, from my own experience because I have had burnout in the past and I was teetering on the, you know, on the verge of burnout pretty recently as well. So I thought this was quite a relevant topic for me to talk about. So before we get stuck into all things burnout, I just wanted to say a huge thank you to those who have been listening so far. Um, I know there's a million gajillion podcasts out there about Uh, running a business and stuff so I really appreciate uh, that you are taking the time to listen to me and I hope that my voice is okay and that the audio is okay because this is still very much a one-woman show so okay before we get stuck in I would love to talk about our word of the week so our word of the week today is egregious you might have heard this word in film or tv or just passing by or you've used it yourself so for those who don't know egregious means obviously or noticeably bad so this is like quite a right and slap in your face plain sight bad thing or of poor quality a example of this could be his policies are egregious because it doesn't match with what he originally said so funnily enough I, I really like this word because it actually comes from latin but it actually means distinguished or eminent, so of, of good quality, basically. So it's kind of done a wider 80 since it came to light back in the day. So I think that is really funny because we've obviously just taken the piss out of it completely and used this word to be completely bad instead of, you know, quality or really good. So that's quite, I think, I think it's funny as a writer. So that's our word of the week. Try to use egregious where you can. I really encourage you to use this in your vocabulary from now on. If you can, like, you know, just see how it goes. Don't obviously use it if it's a in a throwaway kind of way. It does mean, does have a bit of weight to it. So let's see how you go. And I urge you to keep expanding your vocabulary as much as possible. Now let's get into our topic this week, which is small business burnout. I just want to put a disclosure out there that I am not a therapist or, you know, mental health nurse or anything like that. This is just purely from my own experience. And I've had quite a bit of experience with burnout, whether it was through work, working for someone else or my own small business. So it's been a bit of a buzzword lately, but burnout essentially is affecting everyone these days, especially during the pandemic. And it's no surprise that I guess with the weak job security and the fate of our future being a little futile, it's uh, everyone's just working a little bit overtime and a bit harder than, than normal. And 
yeah, I think we're all just trying to stay afloat and our heads above water as much as possible, especially small business owners. They're doing it extremely tough at the moment. So when it comes to running a small business, usually it's a solo adventure. But even if you have a silent partner or you are working with someone, it can be still a really lonely journey to go on. I know that I've worked with partners before and currently working by myself and you kind of are left to do everything in terms of the operations and the managing and admin, marketing, accounts, everything needs to be done, right? So it feels really good when you do tick all those things off your to-do list because you feel super accomplished. And there's some weeks that are better than others, of course. So, you know, you get yet to tick things off and it's like so much more rewarding than those nine to five, you know, mundane routine jobs that you just know you have to do every week. So with running your business, it obviously every week's different, but that also means you're more susceptible to burnout. Well, you might be wondering why are small business owners so susceptible to burnout? Well, it's because you're doing all of those things that I've just listed off. It's like literally every single part of your business relies on you. So when it comes to especially making decisions, whether they're big or small, you need to first make the decision you know, put the idea together and then execute it and then report on it as well and look at the analytics after that and see what's working and what isn't. That's a lot to do. And that's just one tiny sliver of your day-to-day business life. So when it comes to doing that every single week and doing all these different things and meeting all these different roadblocks, it is so damn hard to just try to stay your head above water because not only do you run a small business, you have a life to live. You may have kids, you may have another business. There's just all these different things that come into play when it comes to the signs of burnout. I guess it can be especially hard to figure out what burnout looks like because every week in running a small business is different, like I've mentioned, but there could be a week where you're feeling really good. Like for example, I was feeling really energetic and full of motivation a few weeks ago And I was getting all this shit done, doing my podcast, like doing all these amazing things, ticking all these things off my to-do list, even my monthly to-do list. And I was like, yeah, I feel so good. I'm going to keep adding more stuff onto my list because I've got all this time rather than taking the afternoon off that I was planning to do on a Friday. I filled it with housework and catching up with a friend and, you know, doing that spring cleaning. I was trying to clean out my wardrobe Uh, that I've been putting off for a really long time and I ended up going into the weekend obviously still with all this energy and but not looking at that as an opportunity to rest I then filled my Saturday with going to the gym uh, going to the market seeing my boyfriend play soccer I had something on that Saturday night and then Sunday I play soccer as well so Literally Sunday is all gone because I'm playing soccer and or getting ready, playing, watching the other girls play after me. By that time, it's five o'clock on a Sunday night and I have done zero rest for the whole week for all seven days. And it ends up catching up with me big time on Monday morning. And you can't really take Monday morning off in small business because that is like your motivation day for the week. That's the what will set you off into motion for the next seven days again. So within the blink of an eye, you've gone from doing all this amazing work and being super energetic to now you have been completely drained of all resources because you didn't take any opportunity to give yourself a break 
that's, you know, just me talking to myself here, taking my own advice. So if you keep repeating that week after week, eventually you are going to hit a massive brick wall. You're going to be hit with a ton of bricks attached to a wrecking ball covered in complete shit. There's all these signs that point to this inevitable massive bang, but you never actually notice them, myself included. I never actually take time to look at what are these signs, what are these red flags, because I don't actually let a little fatigue stop me from getting the job done because, you know, shit has to get done. I have to fill the orders, I have to reply to emails, I have to market, I have to create invoices, edit images, update the website, buy materials, and actually do the work within my business. You know, it, it all gets a bit so much sometimes, especially for small business owners, whether it's a service-based or a product-based business. So... Sometimes I tell myself, just had your third cup of coffee for the day, pop a few ibuprofen and shut the fuck up, just get it done, because who is going to get it done if you don't do it, right? And I'm sure that you have had the exact same conversation in some way with yourself just to get that shit done. Who else is going to do it? It's just you, mate. (laughs) So what happens in the aftermath of burnout? So you've had all these weeks, massive, massive weeks, and then there's been zero rest, And now you've hit that fucking brick wall. What happens when you fall flat on your ass? Well, unfortunately, because you were avoiding stopping altogether and taking any breaks you needed, you've actually caused your body to force you into a state of rest, whether it's physical injury, uh, mental breakdown, (laughs) whatever, um, or coming down with a cold and flu because your immune system is basically shot to shit because you just have not been stopping. So... Your body is saying, hey girl, like calm the fuck down, take a moment and rest because if you keep living off of this adrenaline, cortisone, fucking whatever it's called phase, I'm obviously such a scientist, not, uh, you have this overflowing work routine and it's not working for you and you need to figure out a better balance because... This is just going to keep happening again. You're going to come out of this burnout stage and basically go back into what you were doing before, which is doing every single little thing onto your to-do list and adding more things onto it and trying to fill all those gaps of time because you feel like you need to be productive 100% of the time, 24-7. Otherwise, you're lazy or you feel like everyone else is doing this you know, daily grind and I feel like I need to be productive all the time. Like That is total bullshit. You need to completely rest and completely work. You can't do both at the same time because then you don't get anything done. And (laughs) I'm just talking to myself here as well because sometimes when I am trying to do work but I need to rest, I kind of do a little bit of work and a little bit of watching TV and I have two things going on at the same time and it never actually works because I don't do the work. It takes me longer to do anything to do with work. And then I'm not actually resting and completely paying attention to this TV show or whatever I want to do when I'm resting. So you actually end up just plateauing both things rather than doing two things 100% wholeheartedly. So you may have experienced burnout in the past, whether it's working for someone else or working within your small business. But the severity of burnout varies with individuals as well. So it depends on your current mental health state, what you have to do with family life, your job capacity, and factors like your personality traits thought patterns as well with like pessimism or you're drawn to like some negativity as well um, which you know it's very hard to do especially if you're a person that is quite drawn to those thoughts and finds it really difficult to get out of those thoughts I think let's 
take this time now to dive into what the telltale signs of burnout are and how to know when you're on the verge of burnout before you actually hit it. So burnout essentially in the um, general term is what happens when you experience chronic job stress, which is characterized by exhaustion, reduced professional ability and cynicism towards your work. So most of the time this fits people that are hating their job and going to do the nine to five Monday to Friday and are just starting to be overworked and underappreciated and they just feel like there is no means to an end and they feel super dissatisfied with their jobs because they feel like they're maybe not doing something they want to do and it's actually having an impact on their entire life as a whole it's not just going to work and leaving work there so that's kind of the general you know sense of burnout for most people but we're going to really dive into running a small business and how burnout affects those people. So when you're on the verge of burnout, there are a few telltale signs like you dread going to work. So for small business owners, that can mean going to your desk at home in your home office, going out to your studio or just going to your office that you might have like a shared space or a business that's fully established, uh, which which is fantastic kudos to you guys I'm just sitting at my desk in my home office the dreading going to work isn't just oh like I don't want to go to work today I can't be bothered I'm too tired it's not just like one of those one-offs every so often right burnout brings on this overarching feeling of cynicism and your irritability that comes with just waking up to go to work and getting ready for the day you just feel so drained before you even step outside of your bedroom and into the world And it doesn't go away when you have a win either at work. So this could mean, you know, you get praise from your boss or like in general, not small business people. But, you know, you've had a really good review from a customer or a client um, or you've made, you know, your sales target for the month as a small business owner. And the win in that sense doesn't actually take away any of that burnout or that, you know, that feeling of like, what am I doing with my life? So that's kind of one of the more extreme feelings you would get coming into a burnout phase. And you just feel really overworked and working overtime with with little reward and the passion starts to die. Another sign of you, that you're on the verge of burnout is that you're finding it really hard to concentrate. So whether it's a task at hand or just being at your desk, you find that you're often daydreaming about being anywhere but here. I know that I've had that as well when I'm just like, oh my gosh, I wish I was in Greece right now, not doing this work. And I wish I was in Port Douglas, you know, back laying on the beach and turning it up. There's those moments and that's fine. But when it becomes a daily thought pattern and when you're finding it hard to just concentrate on a small task as well and having those creative roadblocks it can be really hard to pull yourself out of that because you haven't given your brain an opportunity to rest completely uh, because your energy levels have just been consistently low so you actually haven't given that opportunity to recharge your battery in, in a sense the creative roadblock that you might be experiencing is often a sign that you need to take a break because your performance is becoming reduced and it's affecting that your plans as a small business owner to move forward as well because you can't actually think of any new exciting ideas. So this can occur, you know, looking at their business competitor as well and they're kicking goals every week. 
and you just feel like, oh my God, why don't I have that ability to concentrate? Well, you know, that person, that competitor is probably taking the breaks that they need to then come back and be fighting even harder to run their small business. Another sign is that you are completely 100% emotionally drained. So this comes from finishing the workday or coming away from your home office and switching the, the work mode off and putting your home mode on. But it's becoming really bad because you're unable to connect with your loved ones and you don't have the emotional capacity to deal with them or anything else in life. So the struggle especially comes into play when you have kids and you need to engage with homework or cooking dinner or talking to your partner or you know you're just unable to switch off your work brain as well which is quite hard especially if you're working from home like myself I kind of find it difficult to draw the line in the sand between my work brain and my home brain because as a social media manager as a copywriter I get constant texts and messages and dms all through the night even, you know, during, during dinner, I get messages from clients or, you know, a, even a light bulb moment of inspiration for some creative that I need to come up with. It just doesn't stop. So from this, you can become quite emotionally drained and then you just don't want to put effort into even seeing friends can be quite dreading as well. I know that I felt that sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to go and see this person because I don't have the mental capacity to deal with even talking to them about your own life because god that is just like so much energy that you have to give out when you could be using that energy towards running your business but it's not really fair is it you need to be able to you know you can live your life and run your business without either being super compromised so from this your i guess the final nail in the coffin for being on the verge of burnout is that you feel physically weak your energy is being put into all these different places usually when you're quite healthy so your organs are working your brain's working pretty well you have energy to go to the gym and move and do all these cool things but when you are on a constant high of adrenaline and you're in the constant fight or flight response your energy is going all to your brain just to try to stay awake and the rest of your body is being depleted of this these energy sources and your vital organs so you might be more susceptible to migraines and headaches. You might have more stomach pains and gastrointestinal problems. You may actually feel like the lack of energy is making you more hungry as well. I find that when I'm feeling super low on energy, I'm craving more high carbohydrate foods. Like I want that pasta. I want those lollies. I want that chocolate. I want the ice cream. I want all of the pretty like high calorie, high sugar things because I just need to keep going. And those things are going to help me with those, you know, complex or simple carbohydrates just to replenish my energy levels a bit more. So when you're feeling on the verge of burnout, you can actually start to put weight on because you're going for all of those foods that you don't, you might not consume a lot of, or you may consume a lot of, doesn't really matter, but you're consuming it at a higher rate than you usually do when your body is in like a healthy state. So you're consuming more energy so that your brain can keep functioning and that you're in the end of the day, you might actually suffer in the process. So I just wanted to put a disclosure out there that these signs can also be associated with mental health conditions such as depression. So generally feeling this way is, you know, with within depression can be about life, not just about work. So feelings of hopelessness, apathy, suicide, fatigue, and other factors can be experienced when developing depression. 
as well as the signs I've just mentioned. So if you need immediate support, please contact Beyond Blue on 1300 22 46 36 or Lifeline on 13 11 14. Today is also National Are You OK Day. So if you know someone that may be feeling these way, like, you know, in this way or feeling a bit hopeless or they are having a real struggle with their finances or running their business or not being able to really connect with you as they usually do, I would urge you to go on to iuok.org.au and look at the signs of how to ask or look at the signs of someone that may be feeling this way and how to ask, are you okay? All right, now that you kind of know the signs and what it looks like to be on the verge of burnout, let's talk about how to prevent and treat it because, you know, I can give you all of the signs, but you need to actually be able to put some stuff into action in order to avoid this altogether. So the first way on how to prevent and treat your burnout is to lighten your load. It's pretty simple. One of the easiest things you can do to avoid burnout is take a few obligations off of your plate, okay? Whether that's all your housework duties or picking up the kids or something within your business. You need to actually implement these things and rely on other people because you're just going to keep going this way and it's going to happen again and you're going to burn out and it's going to be... The shit is going to hit the fan big time because that is going to come out of the blue from nowhere. That's what how burnout works. You just keep going on as you are and then bang, it hits you. And you have no idea what to do because you're not prepared. And so everything goes to shit. But if you actually start lightening your load and delegating, which is a huge thing, especially for a small business owner to do, because we just feel like we can do everything. I mean, I was the same as well. I've actually hired a junior content creator to help me lighten my load a bit within the lexicon stuff. So she's now going to be helping me with client work and within my own business so because it was just getting way too much for me to handle and I, I was figuring out that my work-life balance was actually getting a bit convoluted and it wasn't working and I wasn't thriving because I was just doing too much in, and it was just becoming really overwhelming. So I urge you to, as a small business owner, hire someone to take over the tasks that you dread doing or that you can't do, like accounting. I'm not an accountant. I've got an accountant. I do my own marketing and social media, but if you're a small business owner that has no idea what to do with website copy or running your socials or captions or reels or whatever you want to do that you want to get better at, you need to hire someone that is a professional in that field, aka me. No, just kidding. Um, But you can hit me up if you want. Uh, But, you know, other things maybe that you have like products and you don't like packing orders or you just don't have the time to pack orders, hire someone to do that, hire an assistant to do that or just do a general admin. There's always virtual assistants that can help you with that too. So even though you're paying someone to do things and you feel like you're losing money because you're paying them to do it, it's actually giving you more time to build your business because you're growing it and you're the one that's supposed to be trailblazing and pushing it further than ever before. But you can't do that if you're stuck doing general admin and all the other shit that goes on behind the scenes that's actually taking up your time. You're supposed to be bringing in more income, but you're actually losing it by not hiring someone. Just like I know it sounds a bit silly, but it really does make sense when you think about it. So rather than doing the mundane tasks and wasting your own, your own precious time, hire someone for, you know, 20, 30, 40 hours, 40 hours... <laughs> 
sorry, dollars an hour, <laughs> whatever you feel comfortable with charging and what other people, you know, what is within reason to, to pay someone. Okay, the second, I guess, way to prevent burnout is taking your sleep seriously. I mean, this is a no-brainer as well, but sometimes we need someone to tell us, hey, you need to go to bed every night at the same time. I mean, I don't do that. I go Sometimes I go to bed at 10.30, sometimes I go to bed at midnight, but I found that the nights I go to bed at 10.30, I wake up so much better than the nights I go to bed at midnight and I wake up at 8 o'clock. So I'm someone that needs to have eight hours. I wish I was someone that could get up at five o'clock in the morning. I am definitely not that person. Even if I went to bed at nine, like I could not get up at five. It's just, no, nah, it's a no-go for me. I'm more of the seven o'clock, eight o'clock riser. Uh, and that's just how I work. That's what I do. So it's about finding out your, I guess, what works for you in a sense of going to bed and when your productivity is, which actually I will be coming up with a podcast pretty soon on this particular topic in terms of chronotypes and productivity and how your sleep cycle affects that. So stay tuned for that. But anyway, coming back to business owners, we can get carried away in the creative momentum, I guess, and end up working all hours through the night. I mean, we've all been there, done that. So sometimes inspiration just comes out of nowhere, out of thin air. So we have to write it down. But when, especially when I'm going to sleep, I end up thinking of things that I want to write about or that comes up for a client or something. And I'm like, oh my God, that's such a good idea. But I write it in my notes in my phone and let it sit because I know I'm going to forget in the morning, but I don't want to actually work on it yet because I'm in bed, like I'm ready to go to sleep. So sleep is a huge factor in how productive we are the next day. So try to unplug from your devices at least 30 minutes before hitting the hay. You should practice what I preach because I, I try to put my phone on do not disturb for half an hour before I go to well, I try to go to sleep. Um, I also use a salt lamp to add some natural warm light into my room. And I also take night magnesium because I know that magnesium is so important for brain function. And it also helps me go to sleep pretty soundly. So I find that I have a few solid hours sleep after I've taken my nighttime magnesium. So worth looking into. The third way to prevent burnout is don't ignore your social life. So often as small business owners, we put our business above everything else. I mean, it comes above friends, family. Sometimes it comes above events and whatever is going on. We are stuck in this work bubble because, you know, we it's our, it's our livelihood. It's our means of income, right? And it's also part of your reputation. So you don't want to like be, you know, putting off a customer or anything because you've got other obligations and you just want to be like, yes, I can do that for you. Like right now, that's what I used to do when I was running my old dress hire shop. I would just do anything and everything for a client. And I would rush home on a Saturday because they wanted to quickly swap their dress over for the night of their event. Or, you know, they wanted to come in for a quick chat or something like that. I just would always drop everything for a client but this also means that I was putting you know myself last as well and my friends and family would suffer too because I was just so busy working that I didn't actually have like I said before you don't have the mental capacity to even talk with a friend and you can't switch your work brain off don't ignore your social life because it actually can help you turn that brain off for even an hour so going for a coffee with a girlfriend or, you know, finding time to have dinner with, you know, someone that you haven't seen in a long time or, 
you know, doing going to that family gathering, no matter what is happening in your business. It allows you to connect with people outside of your work bubble. And it also helps you to step away and come back to a task that you may have been doing with fresh eyes as well. Our fourth way to prevent burnout is taking regular brain breaks. So if you've got kids, you may have, you know, they have brain breaks all the time at school. So it's kind of that in-between morning and recess a little bit. At 10 o'clock, they have their little brain break, their little snack. I don't have kids, so I'm just going off of what my brother and sister used to do at school. Taking a regular brain break doesn't mean you have to slip into an hour-long meditation or go for a hike just to switch off. Although, if that does work for you, please go ahead and do it. For the most part, if you're busy and you don't want to take these massive breaks in between because it may also fuck up the momentum that you might be having within your business, all you need to do is take a five to ten minute break in a quiet room, preferably away from your workstation, and just practice mindfulness. So mindfulness is a massive thing. I practice mindfulness every day. I try to meditate at least five minutes in the morning, maybe a little bit at night just with some breath work. But mindfulness is all about focusing on the moment by concentrating on your breath and then what you're physically feeling. So are you sitting on a couch? Are you sitting on your chair? Are you laying down? Like you can feel every single part of the surface beneath you and the clothes that are on you. So this is allowing room for your mind to actually calm down and reset and bring you back into this physical present moment because Lord knows that we can get pretty swept up and overwhelmed with you know the daily life and the daily struggle of running a small business and it can take your brain out of the present which actually doesn't really work because sometimes you need to problem solve and you can only do that if you are completely 100% there ready to solve it. It's also going to help you with a little bit of patience and just having more of an open mind as well, especially with situations that come out of everyday business life that might frustrate you or you get really annoyed at and you just need to be calm in the moment. Number five of how to prevent burnout is to enjoy movement where possible. So I know it's been said a million times and I'll say it again, but exercise actually works and I am actually going to be going for a walk after doing this recording as well so sometimes all it takes is a short workout or walking the dog or just walking around the block getting outside in the sun uh, to produce enough oxytocin which is your happy endorphins and it will just give you a sense of joy and just more wellness as well so exercise doesn't need to be strenuous to be enjoyable and you don't need to do a massive sweat busting whatever workout just to get the reap the benefits of being outside or having your workout or doing whatever, even at home. So if you're under lockdown, you know, you could be doing a little bit of yoga or stretching or doing your dance routine or whatever. It doesn't really matter. It's just all about what makes you feel good and what is the best physical activity that takes away any stress for you. And even if it's just sitting out in the sun, not actually moving, it'll just help you kind of get, get away from work a little bit and reset your brain. Okay, now we're on the sixth and final way to prevent burnout, which is having strategies in place from now on. So rather than getting to the edge of burnout every time and having to pull yourself away from it with these extreme measures, just make your small business business life more sustainable. Fucked up there a little bit. (laughs) Uh, With this, like I've said before, you know, hiring someone or delegating or taking the load off a bit helps. But you also need to create self-care strategies that you know will work for you. So 
whether it's scheduling a lunch break, going outside, clocking off early every Friday to enjoy some me time, you know, before the kids come home or before you have to go out and enjoy the weekend or you've got all the, cause you know, sometimes we have shit on during the, on the weekend. So you might actually need that little bit of solace on a Friday afternoon just to, you know, recharge that battery a little bit and then set you off into the weekend. That way you don't feel so shitty on Monday morning. Like I usually do if I have a crazy bunter gangbusters weekend. Having a strategy in place just means whatever works for you in your lifestyle. So it's whatever helps you feel rejuvenated each day. Maybe it's going out and having, buying that oat latte, you know, or walking the dog for 20 minutes or whatever, writing in your journal. It could be writing things down that you're grateful for every day. There's things and very small things in your day that you can do to rejuvenate yourself. And it can be a huge difference between burning out and having a healthy work-life balance. Okay, that kind of wraps up our little burnout podcast episode for today. So I know that you've got the signs of what burnout is and how to combat it. But now you can realize, I guess, just how important it is to take respite and how good it is for your body, your health and for your business as well. Because, yes, obviously, taking rest is going to help your body and your mental health as well. But it's actually going to put your business into like a new light as well because you can focus on it when you need to focus on it and switch off when you need to switch off and it makes the whole process just a bit more fun and exciting and your passion doesn't die from it because you're being overworked so you just need to always come back to this neutral state of you know being self-aware and and taking care of yourself and then feeding the passion side of things in your creative mind back into your business don't let yourself or your business suffer because you're working yourself to the bone so you'll I think you'll see success tenfold I mean I have already just by delegating and taking time away and knowing where my limits are because everyone has limits we're not limitless we're not super women we have you know there's there's always a breaking point somehow and you do not want to reach that ever because god it just sucks a big time And it's so hard to pull yourself out of a burnout stage. So take a step away every so often and enjoy the beauty of running a small business because it is fucking awesome. I don't know about you, but I love doing it. And by taking and by going away from it for a little bit, it actually makes me love it even more. Don't be so hard on yourself as well. You're doing a fucking awesome job. Please know that. All right, that wraps our podcast episode for the week. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Lexi. You can find me at thelexicon.com.au on my website, Instagram, and Facebook. If you like this episode in particular, please leave a review. I'd love to hear your feedback. And, you know, if you have anything nice to say, that would be cool. If not, keep to yourself. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, thanks. Peace and love, best wishes, and warmest regards. Have a fantastic week and weekend. I'll see you next time.